Hey guys, Courtney Sykes here. Welcome to the very first episode of the Skin Bosch. You guys know that I am all about skin, and if you don't, I am uh, the owner of Southeastern Aesthetics Institute in Columbia, South Carolina, owner of Courtney Sykes Molecular Anti-Aging. So I love skincare. I mean, it's my thing, it's my jam. I love to educate, and I love to teach students every day. So this podcast episode is going to be for those esthetician bosses. You guys, I love teaching entrepreneurs. I love helping people open businesses. It's just a super fun thing that I like to do off to the side <laughs> is help people get to where they want to be, you know? So we're going to talk today about a question that I get asked a lot or kind of a series of questions under the same topic. We're going to talk about what it means to have time management as an esthetician boss. If you own your own business, whether it's something small, a one-room show, whatever the case may be, you guys, um, or if it's a big salon and spa with multiple employees or somewhere in the middle, you know that we can come up with solutions to help you run your day better. Okay, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about time management. Schedules from start to finish. Specifically, I'm going to start with mine and what my day looks like. Um, I find it to be pretty unique probably compared to most people. So I know that, you know, this might be uh, exciting to just listen to and gain some tips from them. You guys inspire me so much and help me also. I love hearing everybody else's routines. I know that that's a big topic of conversation is morning routines across the board. So we're going to talk about that and a little bit about what my skincare lineup looks like in the morning and in the evening, specific to ingredients. Y'all know I love that. Okay, so when it comes to a daily routine of mine, you know, and then we're going to get into some suggestions for you all. As someone that's owning a business, has all of those crazy ups and downs, you know, the different things going on all the time. One thing I like to do, and this is controversial, is <laughs> set my alarm for 4.30 a.m. That is Monday through Friday, okay? So I will stop here just to say that that really does just unfortunately, but yeah, fortunately, roll into the weekend as well. I don't set my alarm on Saturdays and Sundays. However, my body is trained to wake up early at those times. I like that. Um, I enjoy the quiet. I enjoy being able to get things done before anybody else gets up. That is just something that makes me feel less anxious, you know, less um, likely to feel like I'm behind. Okay. So Monday through Friday, I wake up at 4.30 in the morning. I go downstairs and I make my coffee. We used to have a little coffee situation upstairs and it's so funny. Our bedroom's upstairs, my husband, Brandon and I um, at our current home. And we thought we would bring groceries upstairs more to our little mini fridge and our coffee situation upstairs, but we did not do that. That just cracks me up how um, funny that is because we had a whole setup, but we find ourselves still coming downstairs. We like our routine of coming downstairs, getting our coffee. And for me, I like to go back upstairs, sit in the bed with my coffee, kind of read through the news. My new thing is Wall Street Journal. I love entertaining 
interesting, uh, you know, stories and different kind of news articles and things that really get me going for the day. I enjoy intelligent conversation. I enjoy knowing about the world and different things going on. I am uh, one that really enjoys looking at things from all different viewpoints and just being in the loop on that is really important to me. So I try to keep all the negative news away from my brain, right, and my soul, but I do like to know what's going on. So I will kind of catch up on some of those things. Then I actually do scroll a little bit through my email and kind of filter out some things that I don't need to look at. One of my big pet peeves in life are, um, you know, folks that don't keep a handle on their inbox. Now, everybody's different with that. That's just me. You know, I am very specific to my schedule and where I Allow my time to go. So I'm not going to sit at my office at work and go through ads. So the first thing I'll do is I'll kind of delete, you know, everything that hadn't been opened in my inbox that is not important to me. And that way, anything left over that's urgent, you know, from a student, from a client, from a vendor, whatever's going on, I am able to handle that uh, on onward and front facing immediately. And I will see, you know, if there's something I need to answer before 7am, I will respond. And that is definitely what I do know sets me apart with people I work with, whether it's a student, whether it's a client or whoever is they know they can get a response from me pretty quickly. And because I wake up at 4.30 in the morning and have that morning time to sit there, I will respond to a few things. Now, if it's a longer response or if it's something where I need to research information, I don't know the information in my head and I need to kind of scroll through my systems and different things to gain the answer, I will wait until I get into the office at seven, okay? And I have a purpose in sharing this morning routine with you, okay? So we're going to get to that. Then I typically will, especially lately, hop on my Peloton at 5 a.m. There was a time here this year where, you know, I said, okay, well, I'm going to work out more in the afternoons and, you know, we will go to the gym in the afternoons. But lately, I've been back on my routine every single day on the Peloton and pretty proud of myself on that one. It's easy just to stay in your pajamas. I will be honest with you. Put on your slippers or your tennis shoes. Tennis shoes, of course, are better. (laughs) to hop on the Peloton, get a good 20 or 30 minutes in you guys, and then you start your day. You can never go wrong with that. Getting a little sweat action in is never bad. So I like to do that. It makes me feel good, you know, and we keep the Peloton in our bedroom. So seriously, I can get right out of the bed, hop on that thing for, you know, even if I just have 10 minutes, you guys, I'll hop on it. And I think that's what pulled me away from doing it before is I felt like I had to commit to the 20 or 30 minutes before I hopped in the shower. And for whatever reason, if I get into a conversation with Brandon or, you know, we're spending time together or the animals need my attention, if I've only got 10 minutes before 5.30 rolls around, which is my shower time, I'm going to hop on that Peloton and get a little bit of cardio in. So that helps me get my day started. And, you know, that is a good way. You know, y'all know that. So try to get a little bit in each morning no matter how much you hate it. I absolutely would rather not work out. I would rather do anything else, but it's important and, you know, you do what you got to do. And I always don't, you know, I never regret it. Then I hop in the shower 
at 5.30. And before I do that, I will tell you, now I do this most of the time. After I've been sweating on the Peloton, I'll go stand in front of the sink and I will do a face washing routine to get off the sweat. So I'll usually do my first cleanse to cleanse the sweat off. Second cleanse, I'll usually add in a scrub. Now, it is also controversial to use a scrub every day, which I don't typically do. However, you also can. So there's moments where I will feel like my pores are a little bit more clogged or maybe I've been sweating a little bit too much and I need a good, good clean out. I will always mix my granular scrub, you guys, with a nice creamy cleanser. And so that way it's never too aggressive. You know, I never typically use a scrub by itself on my face. I will usually add in some cleanser. So that's a trick that you could take away from this discussion today because you don't have to feel like you have to rub your skin raw to get a good granular manual exfoliation but you do need something. You always feel like your makeup goes on a little bit better after that's the case. Then I, you know, I'm a big believer in cleaning out your pores with acidic ingredients that are low in concentration. So if I don't micro needle or micro channel at very small depths in the morning, which I am known to do, you know, three out of five days during the week, okay? Out of Monday through Friday, I'll do it most of the time. So I have either my ProCell micro-channeling device, and you'll know I love ProCell, shout out to them. I love a good 0.25 millimeter depth because you can use that all the time. And, you know, you guys love using this on your clients, but even when you have devices at home, you know, if you're an esthetician, you gotta fit it in where you can fit it in. And that's where I fit it in is in the morning. So that's usually, again, right before I hop in my shower at 5.30, and then I'll take my purifying molecules, going back to that discussion, and I'll put the purifying molecules on a cotton round, and the Courtney Sykes purifying molecules, if you don't know, is $27 retail. I mean, if you're a pro account, you get it for much less than that, so that's awesome, but it is straight up salicylic acid and water, but at kind of a lower but not too low concentration of salicylic acid, and you guys, you do not peel from it. It literally cleans out your pores. I got another one and I put it on my husband's counter uh, this weekend, actually yesterday, and he used it this morning, did his whole routine before he left the house and it just cleans you out. So not only is it phenomenal for women, I use it every single morning like clockwork but also great for men. If you have a husband or someone in your life that is male and they deal with a lot of the barbate folliculitis or the bacteria issues in the hair follicles or whatever the case may be, the purifying purifying molecules you know, totally their best friend. So that is a male and a female requirement on the bathroom counter. I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> and then for me, I am obsessed with the lipid drops and there's some exciting news coming out about the lipid drops that I'm not allowed to share yet. Okay. But the lipid drops is made of squalene, the plant-based source, along with some other amazing ingredients. Very nice and hydrating, but it's almost like an oil application, but yet it's not. You know, it's good for oily and dry skin. I have very oily skin, and I cannot go, um, you know, morning and night without the lipid drops. I will always add something else in. You always got to change things up. Always say do an acid and a nourisher, and you're good to go. So I met those needs. I meet those needs in the morning with my salicylic acid and the purifying molecules, followed by the lipid drops. And then I'll put on my sunscreen. 
of course, after I get out the shower and then follow through my makeup routine. My morning routine at my makeup station is a beauty ritual in itself. I've got all my makeup brushes lined up. I've got a drawer full of my organized makeup, okay, from face to eyebrows to lips to eyes. I mean, everything is meticulously sorted and if I were you, you know, when you are running a big show and you're a busy businesswoman and a mom and a wife, you got to have your little happy moments, your happy places around your home, anywhere you spend your time. It's not to say that your entire house is going to be organized all the, you know, at all times. I love a clean home. I love a clean environment, you know. However, we have kids, we have animals, and they're constantly tracking in dirt and all sorts of stuff. So, I mean, there's always something going on in the house that needs to be done. But my sanctuary is our closet where I have my makeup vanity and all my things, and that is my source of peace. So, determine for yourself where that is in your home, which is your sanctuary. I mean, it's the place that you lay your head at night. It's the place that recenters you before you go out into the world the next day. Uh, those are the little things that really make a big difference, I have to tell you. So then I always leave out of the house at 6.30, 6.40 at the very latest, okay? Now, I will sit down at my island in my kitchen, and I will usually send out whatever is important that morning. And because I'm a teacher and I teach full-time, currently we do on-site and we do virtual hybrid education. So oftentimes I'm sending out our digital learning stuff. I try to do that before I leave the house. By the time I get to the office at 7, what will happen is people are constantly coming and talking to me, and it's a little bit too difficult to find those alone moments. So if there's a really important important something that has a time requirement on it, then I will try to do it before we leave the house. Usually my son is in the kitchen, you know, putting together his lunchbox and I will make sure that in the midst of all that, you guys, you have to also carve out time for yourself for the internal goals that you have health-wise. So I love my coffee. Can't get away from that. That is just going to have to be a part of my routine always. <laughs> but other than that, I will take a probiotic every day, a digestive enzyme supplement every day. Technically, you should take a digestive enzyme supplement before each meal, but I usually try to squeeze it in the morning. I do not always eat breakfast in the morning. Usually, if I do, it is eggs that are, you know, eaten on the way to work. I'm telling you, that's how you fit it in when you're busy. But if I do not, I use it as a fasting moment to fast until 12 or 1 p.m. in the afternoon and then generally eat a healthy salad. But back to the supplements in the morning. I'll do my probiotic, the digestive enzyme, like I mentioned. Another trick for those of you that are over 30, like myself, is, you know, when you have hormonal things happening, which, I mean, if it's not happening in your 30s as a female, then you are one of the lucky very few. You know, hormone things happen all the time. As we age, a lot of our cells start to mutate. They start to rotate. They don't start producing those ribosome components that produce protein 
proteins to the level that need to be produced, right? So what happens is your mitochondria, which is the energy in your DNA, slows down. And then ultimately, those proteins can't be evolved into good hormones, okay? So that's just part of living, getting older, free radical damage comes into place. And we can all be, you know, as healthy as we want to be. But there are some hormone things that happen. It's just normal. So... With hormone fluctuations for females, what happens is you normally will start to get something like melasma sort of situations, which is splotchy hormonal hyperpigmentation. You can call it melasma. You can call it hyperpigmentation. Um, you can call it lentigens, which are mostly freckles. If you're going to call it a lentigen, it's usually a freckle, but you know what I mean. So usually the splotchy hormonal hyperpigmentation is a little bit difficult to treat. I have been incorporating and I kid you not, I'm telling you this works. I've been incorporating licorice root extract supplements. Okay, so licorice root extract supplements into my daily routine. All right. And that is fantastic topically to remove, you know, any kind of sun damage or brighten the skin. Internally, it helps with hyperpigmentation as well. It's a funny little trick I have for you. So licorice root extract. Another one, and I just repurchased this one. And I have to give a shout out to Kayo, K-A-Y-O, Kayo Beauty um, from Christine Bullock. Love her turmeric supplements, okay? Turmeric is really good for you to take every single day as a super antioxidant and a powerhouse ingredient to really just make sure you're developing a good immune system. You're fighting off any kind of issues that are going on. It is a fantastic, fantastic, um, you know, a supplement to take in the morning. So between those four, the probiotic digestive enzyme, the licorice root extract, and the turmeric, that's usually where I will begin. I try not to overdo it. So those four, and then I am out the door. My son has dropped off at school. I'm usually downtown to my office between 7 and 7.10, usually closer to 7.10 because usually, you know, my son can't get dropped off until 7. So that is our routine. Okay. The reason I'm sharing that routine with you is this. You know, I do have an early start time and I need my 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. time to be reserved for meetings. You know, I do a lot of consulting. I do a lot of, you know, one-on-one uh, -on -one meetings with students or whoever needs my attention, staff members as well. That happens between seven and nine. And then I go into teaching or if it's a advanced clinic day and I'm teaching advanced clinics, I usually teach micropigmentation. We begin at nine as clients start to come in the door. If you're an esthetician owner, I'm willing to bet you that you start your clients somewhere around nine o'clock in the morning. And if you don't, you should. But whatever it is, okay, you need to also organize your time where 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. is a requirement for you. It is something that is yours and you need to be dressed, fully dressed, makeup on. I know this is controversial, but if you want to have consistency in your life, setting that early morning, you know, alarm, getting out of bed, doing those routine things where you're not rushing, that's why I set the 4.30 alarm. I don't want to be rushed. I need to be able to have a regular morning and then be ready to do what I need to do between 7 and 9, just across the board, and then 9 a.m., the show begins, okay? So that's a big one. 
to elaborate for our spa owners, our esthetician boss mamas, uh, okay, or daddies, all right, boss mamas or daddies. <laughs> I'm always talking to you guys too about how to schedule your clients, okay? So, Let's make sure between 7 a.m. and 9 a.m. That's your time. So whether that is to manage your staff, run payroll, shop for vendor pricing, make sure that you are meeting your 30% margins. We'll have some future podcast episodes on numbers. Okay. I've got a lot of good information. I share that with you guys a lot and I want to keep sharing it. We're going to continue to talk about those, but other than that, doing, you know, your schedule in such a way to where you see your clients in certain blocks, you can still be an amazing mom, an amazing wife, schedule date nights. So right now, I want you to either pull out your calendar like a real planner, or if you don't have one, I want you to pull out your phones and type this in your notes and then put on your shopping list to go get a really amazing planner that you love because handwriting out your plan and your schedule is also important. Now, there's many moments where I do have things stored digitally, but to me and to a lot of folks, truly, I understand you guys, you know, I'm a teacher, so that's my forte is I know how people learn. Things get drilled into your head better when you write it out, okay? So Monday through Friday, we're going to write this out, or of course, if you're open Saturdays, we're going to talk about that too. So here's a suggested routine for you. I know a lot of people tend to want to be closed on Mondays in the salon business. I'm going to encourage you not to do that, but I'm going to give you an out. I promise you. So let's think about this. If you're doing your Monday schedule, I want you to host your office time, okay, from 7 to 9 a.m. And I know moms, I know moms, you've got to worry about those children's being dropped off and everything like that. Connect with me if you have any specific questions. I can give you a slightly altered routine because I know certain people can't drop off until certain times. For me, I will make sure that my son is there as early as possible. He likes his morning routine too. He can study. He goes to class at 745. So it just depends on where your children are at in their life and all those kinds of things. But here we go. Monday, Monday, seven to nine office time. Okay. Nine to six on Monday should be your schedule to see clients. Give yourself a lunch break in there too. This gives people the opportunity to be seen on Mondays. Okay. And then you're still able to go home. Of course, at the end of the day, I do have some shorter days coming up for you too. Let Monday be that a little bit longer, regular scheduled day and you're good to go. Okay. Tuesday, let Tuesday also be a really heavy day. You're going to do the same routine, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. office, 9 to 6 clients, okay? Here's what I want you to think about. And I know consumer trends. I'm telling you this works because we do this all the time. We are heavy with those clients on the first half of the week because typically what clients want to do is they want to try to level off closer to the end of the week so they can do all of their fun things and go out and be kind of ready with their skin and their whole thing. You shockingly will find yourself wanting to see clients 
during those heavier days, Monday to Tuesday. You offer that time. It's going to happen. You can actually make a decent amount of income on those days if you just heavy set it on Mondays and Tuesdays, and then you actually can have a little bit lighter later half of the week, okay? Then on Wednesdays, you can do 7A to 9A admin stuff, okay? That's your office time. And then from 9 to 1 o'clock is your Wednesday, okay? Folks generally do not want to do things on Wednesday afternoons. That can be your shorter day. So 9 to 1, see a couple clients, and then go do something for yourself. Go get your nails done, your hair done. Go take your kids somewhere to do something fun. Go have a little um, late lunch with your your better half or whatever, right? Go on a little lunch date. Uh, go for an early dinner. My husband and I love early dinners. We call it Leonard. I know we're just like old people. It's crazy. <laughs> we love our early dinners. It's just kind of off to the side. I'll talk about that later. But then on Thursday, same thing, 7A to 9. And trust me, when you get into this routine, you're good. And then Thursday, you can actually do 9 to 2 or 3. Make that determination, 9 to 2 or 3, okay? Then... If you wanted to turn that into your later evening, I will tell you an alternative for Thursdays. All right, so instead of 9 to 3, you can actually uh, either sleep in that day, you know, do something else, start later. So you could even do something along the lines of 10 to 12 office time and then 12 to 7 clients, if that's a possibility for you. And I always think of the mom. So I always think of kind of evenings, keep those pretty simple so you can go home and take care of your family. I'm a family mama. I love to be at home in the evenings with my family. Make sure that I start my mornings early, get things done as, you know, quickly as possible, but, you know, spend time with everybody like I need to, and then make sure family is number one. So I get that. So either the nine to three on Thursdays, with clients or 12 to 7 with clients. It just depends on kind of what you're doing and what your clientele wants. Fridays for you, I want it to be 7A to 9, okay, admin again, and then 9 to 1 on Fridays, okay? So you understand what I'm saying here. On Monday, Tuesday until 6 p.m., for clients on Wednesdays from nine to one for clients. Thursdays make that determination if you want to do nine to three for clients or twelve to uh, seven for clients, and then Friday nine to one. So Wednesdays and Fridays you have two days of afternoons that are for you, and I think that's very important during the week if you can, especially for those of you that get up early, because that should be celebrated. You need to take some time for yourself. You can't just work sun up to Sunday. So there is a method to my madness, I promise, and there is balance in that. Then in the spa industry, you are going to need to serve some people on Saturdays. That's a given. But here is, and this is, you know, I have been in the aesthetics industry my entire life. If you don't know my whole story, I will tell you the short story and I'll go into the longer one much, much later on another episode. But I am someone that's grown up in the medical spa industry before they called it medical spas, okay? Back when Botox was first coming out, um, I worked in it and around it. And, you know, I've seen clients on Saturdays for many years. And I will tell you, here's what I would recommend you do on Saturdays. No admin office time. That should only be Monday through Friday, okay? Then you can see clients, you guys, from either 8 
to 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. or 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. I'm telling you, no one needs to spend their afternoons doing spa services. In fact, clients don't want it either. And this is literally me telling you this with confidence because people don't want to do it at that time. This is industry knowledge that I have from years of seeing clientele. You actually can see back-to-back clients from eight to one. If you're that early riser, you're used to that anyways. Eight to one, you're done. Go enjoy the rest of your weekend with your family and everything is good. Now, I do recommend only two Saturdays a month to see clients. Take the rest of that time or even just one Saturday a month. Use the rest of that time for you and your family. Balance is important. That's why we got into aesthetics, okay? That's why we got into everything. So, I'm going to end today's podcast was sharing with you guys some of my top favorite ingredients for success, okay? So, whenever we were talking earlier about morning routine, we're going to go through the evening routine right now that I've got with my skincare routine, and we're going to talk about ingredients, and I am just, I get so excited about it. I hope you are too, but at night, I will tell you, we generally have that early dinner. I eat salmon. I've you know, truly for almost every meal. I mean, it's it's a problem. I told my husband, I said, I'm going to turn into salmon by the time it's all said and done. I do eat a lot of fish and a lot of Mediterranean diet because of my skin. I like the oils. I like the things that help your skin look youthful and glowing. So after I have my dinner, what I will generally do is I will go up to my bathroom and I will get in the tub. That is usually what I will do in the evenings, uh, mostly because I love the relaxation aspect of it. So I will do that or I'll stand in front of the sink. But let's say that I'm getting in the tub. What I'm going to do is my double cleanse wants to take my makeup off and wants to cleanse my skin. I love rose hip seed oil and cleansers, you guys. The forever cleanser that I have was the third cleanser uh, that I developed and this one specifically, I put together because, you know, it's funny. People don't know that rosehip seed oil, even though it's nice and natural, it has some vitamin A kind of within it. So, you know, your vitamin A is the derivative for which retinol comes from. And vitamin A helps with cell turnover. Rosehip seed oil is kind of this hidden ingredient that does exactly the same thing without the harshness of retinols. So I love a little rosehip seed oil in my cleanser. That's one of my favorites. If I have done a scrub in the morning, I generally won't do it at night. But if I want to do it at night, I do love the molecular resurfacing scrub that we have, you guys, because it's got the medical grade crystals in it. I will mix it with a purifying cleanser, which has got your glycolic acid. I love glycolic acid for producing new cells. It's got lactic acid, which exfoliates yet hydrates, one of my second favorite ones. And then it's got that salicylic acid, which eats away at dirt and debris in the pores. It's amazing. The cleansing routine of your skin should be just absolutely one of the best things that you do. If you leave out your serums for whatever reason, you're too tired, make sure that you double cleansed and check those ingredients in your cleansers as well. That's very important. You don't want it to be full of any mineral oil or anything that's too heavy and it's going to sit on top of your skin and cause an occlusive effect. Occlusivity causes your pores to become clogged and that's generally what you're going to find with over-the-counter, you know, over-the-counter skincare. 
then. I love the resurgence molecules. I will put some of that on a cotton round and go over my skin. So if you remember what I said, purifying molecules in the morning, resurgence molecules at night. Resurgence molecules, literally, if you look at the ingredient label, is water and glycolic acid. Glycolic acid has a molecular weight of 76, you guys, and I teach this all the time to my students, so I talk about it just like that, but glycolic acid is the most aggressive alpha hydroxy acid, and acids help to break skin cells down to produce something called mitosis. Mitosis is, as you know, cellular division, but when it comes to beauty, it just makes all the more sense why glycolic acid should be a focus. Now, if you do it at the right percentage, which to me, the right percentage of everyday use or every other day use of glycolic acid is 7.5%. Between 5 and 7.5% is really really amazing. I need you to try this. It absolutely resurfaces your skin. You are a brand new person. The next day you look amazing. If you stopped there, you would be fine, especially for you oily skinned people out there. You know what I mean. You actually produce a lot of oils at night if you're oily. Now for my dry skinned folks, I would like to see you use something like the peptide molecular cream, which has six different peptides in it. I actually used that one this morning before this recording, but at night, I love to slather on the lipid drops and then follow that with the peptide molecular cream. Peptide molecular cream is like bathing in a cloud of nourishment and hydration. Number one for the hydration, because you've got the hyaluronic acid in there and hyaluronic acid binds water to your skin, but all the different peptides help to tighten your skin too. So I do a little massage action up underneath the neck and the submental fat pad up underneath your chin. I go up on the platysma bands of the neck as well. Everything should go upward at all times when you're applying creams. It should never be something that you drag down, make it a whole thing. And then you're ready to hop in the bed and you're good to go for the next day. So the moral of the story after today's episode, you guys, is literally to make sure you sit down today and formulate your routine. The only thing you have control over in life is you and what you do on a daily basis and your actions. You can't control anything else about the world, but having a positive attitude, getting that routine in place, getting up every day and showing the world, I have got this and I am consistent. Consistency is key. Consistency is key for a long life of true success, you guys. I am so proud of you. You've got this. You are a real skin boss. I'll see you in the next episode.